Welcome to Truthzilla. Oh my god, that was not very good. But we're we still tried. here for you we guys. Tried. We tried. We're gonna get better at that. We're like the harmony is coming because we are harmonizing as uh, as human beings here on Truthzilla podcast. We're back at you with some bonus content like we do every week now. Because once we did it once, we're like, I guess we got to do that every week. But we kind of have fun with it, so we're so cool much with fun. It. Yeah, these are the fun episodes, right? Yeah. We get a little dark. We talk about. Uh, Interdimensional, yeah, reptilian, shape-shifting, child sacrificers on the regular episodes. But this is our opportunity to have a little fun, right? Okay, so there we go. But you made it sound so lighthearted just when you said it. Oh, okay, yeah, I like know. that. Yes. It's, it's the interdimensional child sacrificers. Okay, but so we're having fun today. So we're going to start with a clip, and this is from uh, this last week's uh, The High Wire with Del Bigtree, and he's interviewing uh, Andrew Kaufman, uh, medical doctor, and... Uh, the reason we're going to do it, I, I was like, there's been a big shift in my thinking about how this virus is, and we're going to kind of just discuss. So let's just let's play the clip. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about it um, with with Ricky. We uh, brought it Sunday, up with him. But uh, yeah. So here's the actual clip. What we were referring to. But so we've covered the gamut here. Uh, but I would say that we have been questioning the mainstream narrative from the beginning because it just doesn't add up. But. You are actually taking this, I think, a step further than the high wire has ever really gone before on this topic, because up until now, uh, we are using the idea that this is a virus that has swept the nation. Maybe it was here earlier than we thought. The numbers aren't what we see, but there does seem to be some dangers when it gets into nursing homes, all of those things. You are actually questioning whether or not COVID-19 exists at all. Am I correct about that? or? Please clarify your position. Yeah, um, thank you. Uh, that's pretty close. So I just want to uh, separate the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which is what they've named what they call as a virus, and COVID-19 being the illness. Okay. So I actually reject uh, both uh, hypotheses, um, and but I don't want to come across as saying that I deny that there were people dying during, the, during this mortality spike from late March until May. I just uh, have a different explanation for what resulted in those deaths. But what I've done from the beginning, once I noticed that there was some uh, fishy things going on in the policies of how they were handling this pandemic because it was divergent from any past policies that I'd ever been familiar with, I went and looked at the papers that had claimed to isolate this virus. And uh, there are essentially four papers. And um, when I read these, uh, I read them very closely and I had to, you know, do some investigation because they use kind of a, a lot of language that's difficult to understand unless you're publishing in this field. So it took me a bit to parse out exactly what they did, but what I found out is that they never isolated or purified a virus. So what I mean is, in order to identify a virus, it's basically a particle right, that has a membrane and inside of it some genetic material and a few proteins uh, throughout. And so in order to identify that, what you would do is that you would basically purify it from a sick person, uh, from the disease part of their body. In this case, they took samples from lung fluid because the uh, people that they identified as having this illness uh, had respiratory symptoms. But they never actually purified any viral particles out of that lung fluid or out of their tissue culture experiments later on. Instead, what they did is they amplified a piece of genetic material that had a part of its sequence that they were specifically looking for 
because they had pre-identified these sequences as being from viruses. And they just basically identified a snippet of this genetic material and said that this was a virus. <laughs> Oh. And they did really oh. nothing more. So there was never a particle that was purified um, from which they would extract genetic material and say, this RNA came from this particle. Therefore, it belongs to the particle and it makes up a basically genome of a virus. If they wanted to go a step further and prove that such a virus would cause an illness, what they would have to do is then put that virus particle in a healthy host and then show that that host develops the same disease. And those are called Koch's postulates. So I think we're good to, to stop there. He goes on and on and explains a whole bunch. I, we will put the link in here, and I really recommend you all listen to this interview because it is so key. But I think the, the big thing, and we'll get into this, is for me, this makes perfect sense. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. And if you look at the, the cover-up that has been the coronavirus, as in, as where are all the autopsies that should be explaining? Where's the investigation about this virus? Where, 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 what are we doing about that? It's just that the virus is here. It's doing this and that. But we're not seeing, um, you know, he goes into the, the autopsies. You know, we can't get into the hospitals. And they're not giving us autopsies. And they're labeling everything COVID. Yeah. And they're and, admitting it, too. They're admitting that it's totally. it went in doubt or if we suspect it. Yeah. And uh, he said they, they did get some of the... Um, the autopsies back from Italy, but they essentially they were finding blood clots in the lung, which essentially uh, what he believed and what I think is very true is the ventilator killed him. Yeah. That's what happened yep. in the ventilator. We know at this point that the ventilators were killing people. So, yep. so these were symptoms of ventilators. And I've been saying as we've been going along in these weeks that I, I think that there's a real case to be made that, uh, that these spikes in deaths we're seeing are from our reaction and not a virus. This is from lockdown procedures. This is keep everybody inside. This is wear a fucking mask. Yeah. This is all all the stuff they're they're putting us through. All the extra stress we're going through. Yeah. The 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 panic. That's what's causing. You know, not to say now there's been a lot of things. Some things we talked about last week, but there's these hot spots where there's been tons of death. There's also been high levels of pollution. And and one of the things he he notes on here too is that. Um, he, they, they play a clip from Eric Seidel, uh, a doctor that spoke out really early on in the coronavirus. I think it was uh, March 31st. And he, he was in the New York uh, hospital and he, he ended up speaking out just saying, hey, I think, you know, these ventilators are killing people. And these people don't look like people that, you know, have, uh, um, you know, they're not like the people we normally put on a ventilator. Right. And, and the, Who truly what, cannot breathe for themselves. And this sure, is what's they, separating them from the other they're side. They're turning blue. It looks like high altitude sickness. But one of the things... And he points it out, too. And I also heard, I think it was Zach Bush that said, is uh, the, high, the cyanide poisoning shares a lot of the same uh, symptoms as what, what these doctors have been saying. So that's something, you know, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but that's something I've heard from multiple places that, like, if I were a researcher that wanted to know why people were dying, I would look into these things. But we're just covering it up and just telling everybody, be scared and go inside. You know who else isn't a doctor? Bill Gates, <laughs> right? It's, it's okay. Certainly yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and the other thing too is that like, you know, there's all these uh, the, the the healthcare professionals, the doctors, the experts, the experts that they're putting out on the stage in front of everybody um, are people that are willing to play ball. But they don't tell you is that there's a vast yeah. number of doctors yeah. out there who are on the same level as Dr. Kaufman, Dr. Bush, you know, that that are saying 
that there's something very suspicious going on, you know, and there's probably a massive amount of other doctors out there who agree with that, but they're not willing to come forward because, you know, that would lose, that would mean losing your license, losing your credibility, losing your ability to practice medicine. Um, That's what we're seeing right now. It's it's literally just, uh, uh, just Eric Seidel is, for all I know, is being silenced since he since he came out in the New York hospitals and said that. You know, he was. I know he was pulled from the. I think he was in the the ER ICU wing um, at that point. I, I know he got pulled from that for for that little clip. But I mean, it's it is pretty known in that community that you speak out against this agenda, it's gonna it's going to hurt your career at, at minimal. Well, we at talked minimum. about this during when we were talking about vaccines. Same thing with uh, pediatricians that try to speak out against uh, the the truth of the vaccines injure and and the injuries that they see in their practice. They can't do that because they'll be blacklisted. They'll lose their licenses. They'll lose their, and and this is such an even huger agenda. I mean, uh, the the vaccine one's been quietly kind of like been battled, 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 but this, this is blatant and this is, it's the same exact thing. And I think it's the same players though. I think this, this is, this is them. What I believe, I think there's a piece of this, at least that they're losing that battle on vaccines because the grassroots movement is, is growing. It's been growing for some time. People are waking up to like what we're jamming in our children. Mm -hmm. And so this is, this is kind of the last resort we have. If we're going to vaccinate the world, like they've already told us in the agenda 2030 that this is their plan Mm -hmm. that uh that we need to up our game this is them upping their game yep and it's all about creating a post-corona world order right Right. you can look at that uh you can go to henry a kissinger.com his most recent article you know mr henry kissinger right Uh, his most recent article talks about the post-corona order right the post-coronavirus order what the world is going to look like post-coronavirus a virus a virus with a 99.76 survival rate um you know, it's 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 crazy. So we have to create this whole new paradigm on Earth to accommodate this this thing that they're just forcing down our throats. That isn't even really a thing. Um, and and it doesn't justify the whole global reset that's no. occurring and and all the people that are losing their jobs and the suicide and the drug addiction and the abuse in the homes and everything. It's not even close to worth it. But uh, and then when you, and then I'll post another link right here. There's a Politico article that that comes out shortly after. Kissinger said, "Like that's this is how the propaganda works, okay? So, so Kissinger comes out with a term like uh, the post-coronavirus order, <laughs> and then you have a uh, you know establishment news mouthpiece like the Politico coming out, and they're regurgitating that same rhetoric to to kind of filter it into the the, the discourse, right, into Everybody the public consciousness. Yeah, and so that that's what that's what this has been about all along. We've talked about this before, how they've already had." the solution and the outcome and the agenda in place. This has already been in place for a long time, and now they just needed to create a problem and have our reaction to it in order to demand the solution that's been in the works this whole time. Exactly. And, and so that's why you're seeing just a hard press, a double down, like in our state in particular. Like, God, by the time this episode airs, who knows what will be going on yeah, in our every state, Every week right? where I'm going, what yeah. the hell? I couldn't believe they would go farther, and they go, they double down. Yep. Can, I, can I encourage everyone listening that lives in the state to please go sign the recall kate brown petition can we get the tyrant out of office and and give our kids some liberties back okay let's start let's start with our little ones because because this agenda that they have the 2030 agenda right the five-year-olds that they're masking now will be 15 years old and they will be deciding for themselves 
that they want this vaccine because they will have been, you know, the propaganda shoved down their throat from the parents sure. that are masking their five-year-old kids now. And yep. then and as they get to be in their 20s and they're and they're having families of their own, this is this is indoctrination. This is a cycle. This is a psyop. Yep. I think a really good thing that Ed you pointed out to me earlier um, from James Corbett. He's got a video called. Uh, my body, your choice, or my body, their choice, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and and he makes a it's a great expose yep. about this. He, you know uh, how some of the the arguments that they use um, to encourage and and argue for forced vaccination, right? One of the main arguments is saying that like you know it, they've determined that it's constitutional for you to be conscripted into military service and to be drafted, and therefore in those situations the government has the right to take full responsibility of your body and do with your body as the government sees fit. And so they're taking that logic to apply it to vaccines where the va- they have the authority and uh, the, you know to, to take your God-given autonomy of your own body and, and the government has the right to do what they say. And, and they go into talking about other Supreme Court cases too, um, which are fault flawed too, like the one... Um, 1905. 1905, uh, I think it's saying like how uh, they had a forced vaccination mandate there. The guy refused. He refused to do it and there's a $5 penalty. Let's be clear. He, he was refusing because he'd always already had a bad reaction and there was yeah. a second shot. Him, him and his son, he was like, I'm not going to give this thing that could kill me. Like, and this is where we're at because my kids have had reactions to vaccines. Yeah. So this is where we're at. I'm not going to kill my children. So, so tough. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and I'm, I'm against the government now. I'm against, you know, the yep. new world order. Yep. Yeah. And they use that, that specific court case to argue that. So he lost, you know, they said that he, you know, he lost the, the, not the require the requirement not to be vaccinated, but he didn't have to then therefore get vaccinated. He just had to pay the fine, and that's a big distinction. That's is that the, a lot of these people, the precedent that a lot of these is people important. are arguing that oh, he lost the case, therefore he has to have the vaccine. No, no he, he just has didn't to, have pay, to a fine. pay a fine. Another but, thing that they're that they're, that, that that Corbett really pointed out too is that like um, there's a good discussion on there where they're talking about how. Um, you know, it's not going to be mandatory, but it is going to be mandatory in it a is. backhanded yes. way where it's going to be yeah. corporate enforced. It's going to be enforced by corporations. Like in order to get a job, in order to get yep, a driver's yep. license, in order to be able to, yep. f- if you're not safe to go to your local grocery store because you're endangering other people, right? I mean, this is really, really super serious. Your kids can't go to school. Yep. And with you know, your new ID that has all your medical information and everything all in one place, your social media feeds and everything is all in one nice little ID 2020 for you, yep. you know, um, you're it, it, everywhere you go. They can control everything you do and everything everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't put much thought into these things, I really want to encourage you. This is kind of the litmus test right here where uh, at what point does a line get crossed, right? I encourage sure. you, pick up a pen and a piece of paper and write down for yourself what am I not willing to what what personal liberties am I not willing to let go of, okay? Am I not willing to uh, be forced to take a vaccination in order to work? Am I am I not willing to take a forced vaccination? Period. You know, like some people that are even pro vaccine kind of get a little weary when it's all of a sudden it's like no it's the government the government vaccine. has the right to yeah pull you out of your home and shove a needle into your arm with a rushed vaccine with no scientific data backing up about its no safety or efficacy any of that stuff like is that is that something that you're not willing to, to participate in are you unwilling to 
be completely locked down in your house for however long without any indefinitely indefinitely and what if they say what if they say you cannot leave your house you cannot leave your house because of coronavirus well, they're you, already are, telling you you can't have people over to your house yeah are, are you willing is that something that you're willing to put up with in the name of protecting yourself and the community from coronavirus are you not willing what if they say you cannot drive down a public street yeah. uh or else you will be arrested and put in jail are you not willing to put up with that um, this is leading to things such as UN occupying forces coming yep. in to overthrow a elected president. Are you not willing to have that happen? At what, so write a list of the things that you are, at what point will the line be crossed for you? And then he encourages you to go so far to say, okay, what will I do if that happens? Okay, and then, and then you will see. Once they come and try to take that liberty, you'll be like, oh, damn, they were right. Okay, because it's all coming, dude. Yep, yep. And I would, I just want to add one more thing before we uh, get to there too. Is if what I believe now, what I really believe that there has never been a virus, the virus has never been isolated. So, so there is, as far as we're concerned, there's really not a virus at this point. That's my, that's me speaking. Uh, you guys, I'm can, down with that. But I, I think that there's at least a very good case that there's not I a agree virus. With you. At least a very good case. Um, what the hell is the vaccine? Yep. Uh, Judy Mikovits from Plandemic that got just it's so censored you can't even watch it anymore, which in my mind adds credibility to it. Um, she, right, so she estimated 50 million Americans would die from this vaccine. I think that's just perfect for Bill Gates. That's exactly mm-hmm. the kind of thing he stands yeah, for. Yeah, he said he said if we do a really good job, we can reduce the population <laughs> by ten percent. Yeah, quote. That's you a like quote. that? You look it up. But go ahead and let him go ahead and take his vaccine. Ten to fifteen percent. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think uh, there's it's it's for me it's more sinister than it was even before. It was already so sinister, but now it's like when you take with it, everything lines up. And, and granted, David Icke's been saying this the entire time. And I don't know why I was still like hanging on like, well, there's probably, you know, it's a virus. It's real. You know, -hmm. you know, I was hanging on to that. But man, when you look at that, they haven't isolated the virus. And the, the problem with that, though, is, is that they're not they're not trying to because they know that it's bullshit. Totally. They yep. totally know that it's bullshit. And all of this was exactly what we said all along. Yep. They just are. They've had the new world order in place. They've had the new constitution in place, and and this one world currency that they want to push through under the guise of it being. More, and by the way, no one's working. How are we out of change? What's yeah. up with the? What's up with the? How, what happened in four months? Yeah, Wake that's up. interesting. I, I when I was little, I remember my mom counting out change to pay for stuff. But we're we're out now with nobody gainfully employed. It's absolute bullshit. Yep. Yeah. Wake yep. up, people. Now's the time to push back, dude. And if nothing else, you know, just 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 look into it. Just look into it. Just just take an hour out of your week and maybe look into one of these little threads. Look into Event 201. Look into you know who funded that, Lockstep. who's involved with that. Look into the Rockefeller program, Lockstep. Watch an episode of Dell Big Tree, right? I love, okay, my favorite meme of the week. We should we should do like a meme of the week segment. It says that I get made fun of, and. You know, I get made fun of for uh, getting my information on the computer by people who get all their information blindly from the TV. <laughs> Word. Yeah, yeah. totally. God. Okay, I, I, had a, I had a favorite meme, too, that I almost, okay. I, I couldn't resist. And I, I'm not going to remember it word for word, but it's like, uh, you know, you know, you're okay with wearing a seatbelt to get in your car. You're okay with, you know, uh, taking off your shoes at the airport. Why aren't you okay with wearing a mask? And it's like, there's I wasn't this list, okay there's with them mandating with all these belts. different things, but I'm like, See, the, the, for me, the theme was is like, so look at these are all these rights they took that you never got back. 
Right. Yeah. Like so so you just like made the point for me. Like we're not getting our rights back in this situation. Yeah, no. And so what I I had to ask you Scott, should I should I take the bait and attack this this mm. gentleman this is driving me crazy in social media whatever. I did. I was like, it. "Nope, just walk away. There's a good uh, rule for did, all of you out there." I just, did walk away. I did yeah, walk away. Yeah. But, uh, it's nice that I can share it with you guys cuz yeah. that's 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 a perfect example is these rights they're taking, they're not going to give them back or if they give them back, it's going to be a treat if you follow their rules. Yep. And mm-hmm. that's and that's the new rules are going to be. It's a ration of chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get 25 grams of chocolate this week. Yay! But Hopefully you guys know what that reference is. The last thing I'll say, though, is this uh, this interview with Andrew Kaufman here. Um, I was driving around, and, and finally he gets asked at the end by WH. So what do you think is, what is behind all this, you know? And, and he started going up. It sounded like a Truthzilla episode. Yeah, he was talking about up. lockstep. He was talking about the World Economic Forum. He's talking about Event 201. He's like, it's all laid out, man. I am driving down the road, and I'm just cheering. Yes! Yes! Someone gets it! Dude, yeah. like, so, yeah. Anyways, that's that's all I got, you guys. Uh, Hell yeah. yeah. That's all I got, baby. Well, I want. I, I, ha- I have a meme that I thought was great. What's okay. that? Okay. Sure. Well, uh, now I'm going to try, try to remember. So it was Chris Kirkhoff. Okay. Oh, oh Chris Kirkhoff. Okay. He's okay. great. We, we love we, him. I like him a lot. Um, but so, but I thought it was, I think either, I either saw it yesterday or today, which is perfect timing with uh, Katie's new dictatorship. <laughs> Every time you say uh, Katie. I, I, <laughs> it's <laughs> she gets flustered every time the Kate Brown talks. She is such up. a horrible human being. Um, but so it said, uh, if your mask doesn't work unless my mask is on, then I'll give you my mask to wear on top of yours. Ooh, Problem solved. I didn't see that one. Nice. Yeah, I saw it. It was great. And was I think great. that that's perfect. So uh, I'd be Double curious. Mask to, if you're let's, scared, let's hear the argument against why that's yeah, a problem. Yeah. Right. If if yours doesn't work unless I have mine on, I'll give you mine. Okay. There you go. Now you're now you're safe. Yep. So. Yeah, a little tongue-in-cheek, baby. Uh, yeah, anyways. Yeah. Well, Love thank it. you, everyone, for tuning in to the Truthzilla bonus episode. I'm sitting here with Scott and Ed. I am Megan. We wish you all an amazing week and uh, intellectual prosperity. Good night. Good night. Bam!